It is time to show up. It is time to be your full, authentic, anointed, gracious, powerful, bold self. We live in a day and time now where you cannot afford to be a woman of God, a believer in the faith, and not know who you are. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring godly wisdom to your world. It's Wednesday, so you already know what that means. It is time to wise up. Let's talk wise, be wise, so that we can live wise. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing, awesome, beautiful, wonderful day. Today, I am most excited to just jump right in because you are in for a treat. So, this past week, we were able to complete a seven-day Bible study challenge in the Wise Women group. We gathered around the Word, and we gathered to study and learn more about Christ, and we covered a different topic every day. There were scriptures, uh, there was a worship song. I mean, it was an amazing time, and if you're interested in going over that study, all of my lives are in the Wise Women group on Facebook, so join that group. It is a private group, so answer the those questions join that group and you can go through this study because all of the information even the study guide is in the files in that group but as a treat to you one thing that I wanted to do was include one of the conversations that we had during our phenomenal time in the word together so today's podcast is actually a recording from the live that I did on day four I believe of the bible study challenge where we talked about the heart the soul and the mind so grab your notebook grab your pen take a seat because you are about to go on a journey of pure uh, revelation insight and download that I'm telling you you definitely definitely need and it's gonna go right into it so sit back relax and enjoy okay so today's worship song was pour me out by Naomi my excuse me by Naomi rain and it's important that we are healthy in our heart and soul and mind because if we're asking the Lord to pour us out what's in us is going to come out so if we're not healthy in those areas if we're struggling in our mental health if our heart is full of vengeance and vindication and revenge and malice and evil and gossip and lying and hatred and backbiting that is what we're going to pour out so i chose this song because again what's in us is going to come out hey dorothy let me know if you can hear me girl so i don't want us to be bleeding christians i don't want us to be bleeding sheep i don't want us to be pouring out what's not great in us even though we may have those things in our heart that doesn't mean that what's in us is not great and what's in us can't be poured out because I guarantee every single woman, every single wise woman listening to me right now, whether team live or team replay, you have something in you that can be poured out. I don't care how messed up your past was. I don't care how many times you sinned. I don't care who told you you were disqualified or that you weren't enough. I don't care how busy, frazzled, messed up, torn up, beat down, transgression you are. There is something uniquely divinely on the inside of you for the world. There is somebody that you're called to reach there is somebody that needs your words and the way that you say them in your experiences and your life stories to be a testimony to the goodness of God. The Bible says to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good work and glorify our Father in heaven. So there's something that's on the inside of you, yes you, that can be used to bring the Father glory. 
I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. <laughs> but no, seriously, there is something on the inside of you that is valuable and that is worth sharing, okay? So whatever mechanism or platform or way that you share with the world, I have one girl, um, she don't know she's a part of my team, but she is, and she writes prisoners with me. And her way of sharing is by writing letters. Your way of sharing may be, you know, sharing things on Facebook. Your way of sharing may be shining on your job. Your way may, your way of sharing may be serving in the community, visiting the elderly. You know, I had an elderly lady call me the other day to help dig a dog out of a ditch because she's 80 years old. She can't get down in a ditch. But again, there are several ways that we can shine our light for the kingdom. But we are not going to be shining as brightly if our heart and our soul and our mind are not in a in a condition to be poured out for others because we don't want to pour out the evil or the anger or the triggers or the unforgiveness or the bitterness or the hurt from the experiences or the memories we want to pour out of a as a pure as a pure vessel pure doesn't mean without sin pure doesn't mean without mistakes pure doesn't mean that you won't make act that you won't have accidents or make accidents pure is from a place of intention and pure is from a place of honesty and transparency with the holy spirit i heard it said earlier today that a person said you know i don't shy from that i fell at that but they said it in a way that they accepted the failure and the problem with that is if we accept our weaknesses and we accept our failures and we accept our shortcomings as a part of our identity then we don't strive for who god wants us to be in christ we're not pushing the envelope on correcting and growing and developing and changing in those areas i'm gonna get down into talking to the heart and the soul and mind but really i'm already talking about the heart and soul and mind because if you haven't made a decision Decision that you are going to work on those weak areas that you're going to work on those on that dark matter that those hidden areas of your heart that ugly part of your soul then there's really no point in you continuing to listen to what I have to say because what I'm going to have to say is talking about the heart the soul and the mind and working on those areas so if you haven't made a commitment go ahead and say I commit I commit to working on me the Bible says that we have to work out our own soul salvation which means then that some things that are a conviction for me may not be a conviction for you this is why I get upset with denominations because I believe we are all one body all one spirit which Ephesians tells us but the problem is that some people have different different convictions and others and guess what it's okay if you're convicted about wearing for makeup don't wear it but don't put your conviction on me don't condemn me for wearing it because I'm not that's not my conviction if you have a conviction about your hair being long and being cut then don't cut it but that's not my conviction if you have a conviction about eating meat that's not my con well it kind of is my conviction as a matter of fact I haven't been eating meat all week um but you have to work out your own soul salvation. That's what the scripture says. So let's go ahead and get into the text and let's go ahead and get into what the word says. Y'all, this side but is driving me. I look so, okay. That's a little better. Amen. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into the text and get into what the Lord has for us today. I really believe that there's a word for the Lord and I really am excited about sharing this particular Bible study because I know that every woman listening needs this. Every woman listening probably has something on her mind that she needs to give to God. Every woman listening probably has something going on in the in the emotional realm of her soul that she's wrestling with and that she's fighting with and or for and there's something that's going on in the war of her mind for the battlefield on who's going to win the war in her heart and her soul. All right. So let's go ahead and pray so we can hop into breaking this text down. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for allowing us to make it to Friday. 
God, thank you for Friday. Thank you for every part of revelation, every experience this week, every part of development and growth, pushing us outside of ourselves, allowing the word to sharpen us, to challenge us, to change us, to correct us, to instruct us, to teach us in righteousness and in the Holy Spirit. We repent before you now. If there's anything that's blocking us from hearing and receiving your insight and revelation, we lay it at your feet. We cast down all the heaviness, all the, all the weight. Father God, we cast out all the anxiety, all of the depression, and all the barriers that look that would look to steal, kill, and destroy from this moment in your word. You said in your word, where two or three are gathered in your name, that you're with us. So thank you, Father, now for divine revelation, insight, and your word permeating our souls, our hearts, and our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's go ahead and get into this. Um, hello, Olivia and Nefertari and Dorothy, and that's only four people. There's somebody else watching. I can't see you, sorry, um, but hello. All right, so let's talk about the soul, okay? I have several scriptures that talk about the soul, and some of the scriptures that we went over today, you guys know I always pick out some to highlight, so I'm going to pull those up right now. Um, but Ezekiel 18.4, which is not on here, says that God created every soul. It says he created every, I'm sorry, Genesis 2, 7. He created every soul and he breathed into the body, the breath of life, right? So that is when man became a living soul, all right? Psalms tells us that, that man becomes a living soul. So everything that you see about me in my flesh and blood is nothing without the breath of life, which God deems our soul. So what is the breath of life? Our will, our emotions, our appetite, our desires and did I say emotions I think I said emotions our thoughts okay our somebody put that in the comments what is the compromisation of our soul it's our will our desire which can go with appetite some way um, our thoughts our emotions okay these are the components that make up our soul so the same way that you have physical parts of your body you have components of your soul that comprise who you are the other thing I didn't say is your personality your personality is a part of your soul It's uniquely who you are all of these immaterial parts of who you are make up your soul and I want to start with the soul and go to the heart and the mind so we can make sure that we have a distinguishing of what they are and how they function in the realm of the spirit God created souls God created every living soul so every person don't struggle with this denominationally don't dive deep into theology every person that is on the face of this earth God created their soul every person it doesn't matter what they believe it doesn't matter what they think about God God still created them and gave them the opportunity to know him okay so there is an inner knowing what some people deem and there's a lot of new age religion going around but what some people deem intuition and um, what's another word another new age word they say intuition um, that karma or something told me if you find yourself saying something told me it's not something it's not the universe that is the Holy Spirit speaking to you because you are a believer a lot of people have the seed of Holy Spirit on the inside of them but they just ignore it or they they deem it something else like oh that was deja vu no that was Holy Spirit showing you ahead of time he's training you in that gift you might have a prophetic call on your life you may have a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom those are two things Things that I typically operate in is gift wise and Holy Spirit is trying to show you a time how to move in that realm okay I guess y'all can tell I'm pretty fired up tonight because I am just flowing okay so Psalm 23 1 6 says 
it talks about the soul. If you want to know more about the soul, if you find yourself kind of like an emotional creature and you're not really sure what's going on a lot with your with your feelings, you would very much identify with Psalm. Why? Because David wrote Psalms and David talks about in Psalm the emotional side of this spiritual battle that we're in. Okay. So if you need somebody to agree with you, Go talk to Brother David, because Brother David, baby, he went through it, okay? He he went through it. He is, this is the same man who, who talks about, God, can you just kill my enemies? God, why do I have to go through this? Why am I suffering all day long? It's agony in my bones. I know some ladies out there feel like what you're going through is agony, like it won't go away and it won't stop. But I'm telling you, there is freedom and healing for your soul, all right? Again, Psalm talks about the soul. Now, the soul can be broken. Um, it, the soul can be destroyed. It can be destroyed temporarily and it can be destroyed eternally. So don't think that because there's a battle in front of you or there's something going on in your soul that the enemy's agenda to steal, kill, and destroy is obsolete because the soul can be destroyed eternally. The stroke, the, excuse me, the soul can be destroyed temporarily. What does that mean? That means that your hope for a situation, your identity in a certain way can be destroyed. This is a prime example. So now I'm sharing some of my testimony. When I was 18, I went to a particular church. I grew up in this church. I was very close to my youth pastor and a long story short he raped me yes if you want the details of the story we can share that in another live but a part of my soul was destroyed temporarily it wasn't until I went and got counseling I went and got therapy I went to forgive that that area of my soul was restored the part of my soul that wanted to be vulnerable that wanted to open up all of that was wrecked because there I was juxtaposed between a spiritual and natural place of understanding who I was because I was violated by the very man that was, was responsible at that time for helping me to understand God and who I was in him. So the enemy had a plight to destroy my soul. That really flushed me okay it drained me it robbed me of some years it robbed me of some joy it robbed me of some memories that I could have had because I was not healthy in my soul how many of you guys would say that you are not healthy in your soul if you don't want to put it in the comments that's fine I actually do not see any comments so let me um let me pause for the cause y'all know I love that Dr. Daniel says that and see if I can pull it up um, over here because I like um, you guys getting to engage with me all right so let me just pull this up really 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 quick all right so let's see here Matthew twenty two thirty seven says that we are to love with all of our soul the soul has an innate ability an innate capacity to be fully giving to love and we are women. That's what makes us tender. If you want to know what makes you tender, if you want to know what makes you soft, if you want to know what makes you want to bend to the will of others, you have an innate ability. And let me tell you this, it's not a weakness. It is a strength of yours to love and to be fully given to love. That is why we are not to be having premarital sex because our souls become one. We become one with that person, and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I'm supposed to be checking for y'all comments. I done started talking again. I'm sorry. Let me pull it up right quick. We don't, we don't want to damage our soul. We don't want to awaken our soul to that ability to fully be given to love before time, okay? 
I see two two comments. Shannon says, hey, hey, girl. And Dorothy says she hears me. Okay, thank you guys so much. Let me know in the comments if this is blessing you, if you are resonating with what I'm saying. I'm going to pull the comments up right here so that way I can follow with you guys. But yes, the soul also needs renewing. Romans 12, 2 is one of our scriptures, and I'm going to tie that in right quick. But if your soul's been broken, again, your mind, your will, your emotion, your personality, any of those areas and I'm harping on the emotions because I know that we are women and I know that we get our feelings hurt. I know that our feelings are misunderstood. I know that our attentions and our actions don't seem to align to other people and it causes confusion and chaos in our lives. I know that you have the will and the desire to work it out. I know that there are some traumatic situations, some toxic environments where you actually genuinely want to make it work and it feels like no matter what you go through, no matter what you say or do, it doesn't seem to change and that leaves you in a damaging emotional state and that needs renewing because guess what no matter what relationship you're in no matter what environment you're in you can only control you and so that is why I want you to be healthy in your soul and at peace with yourself as we talked about this week regarding your soul okay the soul can be broken but the soul needs renewing the Bible says Psalm 23 that he renews my strength that he leaves me beside still water and he restores my soul. We have to be renewed and restored in those areas that are broken. Somebody put that in the comments. We have to be renewed and restored in the areas that are broken. Why? Remember what I said at the beginning. If we're not renewed and restored in the areas that are broken, we're going to be pouring out that brokenness. Ladies, we sow from our soul. It is from our soul. God breathed the breath of life into us. See, he formed Adam and breathed the breath of life into us. And then he formed us from the womb, from the womb of the man. He gave that womb to us. We are literally walking incubators and nurturing centers of love. So if we're broken in our ability to love, if we're broken in our ability to receive, naturally we're receivers. If we're broken in those abilities, then all we can pour out is what's on the inside of us. It's so important that we're healthy on the inside, okay? The soul needs renewing. The soul needs restoration. View 2 Corinthians 4.16, okay? But guess what? The word revives the soul. Psalm 19.7. I'm giving you scriptures that are not on our list because I want you to go ahead and, and study these as it relates to the soul. The soul can be extinguished. Extinguished, killed, depressed, exhausted, discouraged. I mean, whatever whatever word you find yourself in, I'm pretty sure your soul could be in that condition. But I'm here with hope to let you know that it can be revived. The soul is, for the spirit, what your body is to your organs. Okay? The soul is, to your spirit, what the body is to your organs. So the soul, if, if, you're, if the soul is for the spirit, what your body is to your organs, meaning you have to take care of your body, you have to wash it, you have to rinse it, you have to eat right so that it's healthy. These are all the things you have to do for your soul. A lot of people are talking about um, self-care in this dimension of social media and it's, it's a hype thing right now and I'm totally for it. But I'm telling you now, if you're trying to rest and you're getting all the rest you need. I'm talking about all the pampering, all the massages, all the hot baths, warm tea, soft music. But if you haven't healed in your soul, all that rest is not going to mean anything. You need to heal in your soul. And when you heal in your soul, when you rest in your soul, what does that mean, Jennifer? How do I do that? How do I rest in my soul? Quiet space. Remember going back to the peaceable environment and so what peace means. What it means for you. Quiet space. 
attention only and solely for Holy Spirit, allowing him to minister to you. That might mean playing a worship song until you center your mind and your thoughts. That means renewing your mind. Let's go to our um, our scripture that is on our Bible study, Romans 12, 2. It says, be not conformed to the ways of this world, to the customs, another translation says, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What does that mean? It says, be renewed, be restored in the area of your soul so that you can prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will. So that you can pour out. Because as you pour out, you are proving what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God. The good and acceptable will of God comes when you predate that with renewing your mind, renewing the soul. Why do you need to renew your mind? Let's walk it through. I told you, in your soul, it can be broken, it can be destroyed, um, it can be distinguished temporarily or eternally. So we have to be renewed and revived in our soul. I hope y'all are taking good notes. You have to be renewed and restored in your soul. After you're renewed and restored in your soul, there is an internal reset in your will, in your emotions, in your personality, in your desire, in your appetite. Then you got to come to the mind. The Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. So if you've gone through this process of being renewed in your soul, this what some um, some biblical scholars call a process of inner deliverance. If you've gone through that process, you have to be renewed in your mind because you can't keep harboring these things in your soul and not be renewed in your mind. Because if you're not, if you're renewed in your soul, but you don't renew your mind, if you don't change your thoughts, the problem is that your actions are going to eventually align to the thoughts in your mind. If you declare to yourself, I'm ugly, that's what you're going to believe. And that's what's going to be carried out in your life. That's what you're going to pour out. You're going to pour out that brokenness around your self-identity. Okay? I, I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. <laughs> I just like that little high five to myself. All right? So anyway... You have to be renewed in your mind. The Bible says, do not be conformed to the ways of this world. What does that mean? That means that you have to shake off some practices and some, think some thinking thinking. And you have to replace those thoughts. I'm, I'm starting to do another ebook, and it's going to be called Arrest Your Thoughts because there's too many women who are out here trying to do the self-care, trying to do the work of loving themselves, trying to do the work of believing in themselves, but they're not renewing their mind. So the enemy is throwing those fiery darts. I don't know why you're trying. This is the enemy in y'all's mind. I don't know why you're trying. You're going to quit anyway. I don't know why you're trying. They don't like you. They don't love you. They don't like you. They don't care about you. They're not thinking about you. You're going to forever be depressed. That's just who you are. These are the whispers that the enemy is throwing in your mind. I don't know why you in the gym. You fat. You know you want that cake. These are the thoughts that the enemy is throwing in your mind. You'll never be a good mother. Your child don't forgive you. I don't know who I'm talking to. My, your family is always going to be messed up. You came from a messed up family. It's just how you're going to act. So you're not going to have any love. He don't love you. He texting somebody else right now. These are the whispers of the enemy that become really loud. Guess what? When we come into agreement with them, you have to arrest that thought. The Bible says casting down every thought and every high imagination and making it captive to the obedience of Christ. What does that mean? I declare the word of God. I say, no, the devil, you are a liar. I say, no devil. Um, there is no devil or demon in hell that can have my lineage. It stops with me. 
Yeah, I came from that, but I'm blood bought and born into a new bloodline. I am I am a priest. Then you start declaring the word. I am an heir of I am a joint heir with Christ. I am a priest. I am a I am a royal chosen priesthood, a holy nation. I am set apart. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God's works are wonderful. I am created by God. I am a Christ being. Come on, somebody. You got to start decreeing and declaring the word. The Bible says you can decree a thing and it shall be established. So whether you believe it or not, you say it in faith until it becomes your belief system. And then when it becomes your belief system, you can confidently say it. The Bible says this is the confidence that we have. So, again, as we are decreeing and declaring the word, as it relates to the, the dimension of our soul, we have to renew our mind. Romans 12, 2, that's why I made it the first one. You have to make a decision that you're going to renew your mind and you're going to stay in that renewed place. Again, let me remind you of Ephesians 6, 12. It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So, fighting, punching air, fighting, punching, you know, coming against him, it ain't going to change nothing. It's not going to do nothing. Your, your battle is spiritual. Your issue is spiritual. I know you tried those pills, but your issue is spiritual. It may provide you some temporary relief because it is going to offset you chemically with inside your body. But what did I tell you? Your soul is for the spirit, what your body is to your organs. There's only an aspect of you that that medicine or those pills are going to fix. You got to go deeper, baby. You got to get that world on the inside of you. And I don't know who I'm talking to because I don't take pills. I'm not against them. I'm just saying I don't take them. So I know that's not even from my personal testimony. Again, remember I told you about the gifts, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. The, the Lord can drop that when you're operating your gifts because Holy Spirit can speak to you and give you what's called an end time word. Okay. Any comments? Y'all got anything to say about what I'm saying? Is this resonating with you? I hope it is. Your personality, your soul, parts of your soul, the seed of the seed of your will and purpose, the seed of your appetite. You can't be healthy in your soul and not be renewed because the seed of your purpose is in, is is housed in your soul. So if your mind and your and and if your mind is not renewed, if you haven't done the restoration of your soul, your mind is not renewed. You can't pour out the good and perfect will of God. That's His purpose for you. That's what that scripture says. Okay. So let's let's talk about the heart. We talked a little bit about the mind. We talked a little bit about the heart. Uh, I'm sorry. We talked about the mind. We talked about the soul. Let's talk about the heart. What is the distinction between the heart and the mind? So when you're going into scripture, because of what I told you about how the soul, okay, Shannon, Jazz, I hear, I see you, I hear your comments. I'm gonna, I'm gonna address that. Let me finish this thought right quick. Um, what's in you, and what is uniquely you? Okay, so the heart and the soul in this, in the scriptures, are used synonymously. Okay, a lot of times they're used interchangeably, and you almost have to go verse by verse based on the context of the writer to distinguish where the heart and the soul are different. The Bible talks about the heart almost in a negative manner. Why? Because that is the root of the soul. Just like without your heart and your natural body, your your body won't be alive. It can't beat it. It can't function. It's kind of like the soul is, think about the heart in an immaterial way because it is the foundation. It's the core of the soul. And the Bible talks about it, says the heart is weakly deceitful, who can trust it? Because that is where the vile, evil, nasty part of humanity is housed. 
the Bible says that we are born into a world of iniquity and sin. That's innate in our soul, which is why we have to constantly renew our minds and renew our soul and restore and refresh our soul. You got to be washing your soul. You got to be revived. Same way you got to wash this body every day. Same way you got to wash your soul with the word. You got to wash your soul with his, his goodness and his faithfulness and constantly putting your mind on his awareness. This is a scripture I wanted to say earlier. When I say we have to replace those thoughts, we have to replace it, the scripture says, with things that are lovely, with things that are excellent, with things that are praiseworthy, with things that are noteworthy, things that are admirable. Think on things that are of good report. That is your responsibility. And that is a part of working out your soul salvation. You know what you struggle with. So you know what kind of thoughts that you need to be thinking and saying. And I thank you, Holy Spirit. He's so good. Girl, stop and speak affirmations for the life you want to live. It's a book full of words. If you say, I don't know what to say. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Literally, it has the words to say. You don't even have to think about it. All you got to do, open it up. Say, you know what? I'm struggling today. I'm struggling with my confidence. I think we're talking about confidence tomorrow, but I'm struggling with my confidence. Boom. Relationship with self, an affirmation for confidence. And you can commit those words to memories. Heck, you can tear the page out and post it. Take a picture of it, put it on the back screen of your phone. Whatever you got to do. Relationship, I have a whole section on relationship with your emotions. So depression, doubt, anger, uh, joy and happiness, panic attacks, being mis feeling misunderstood, rejection, stress. If you're battling suicide ideations, boom, here you go. She said, what book is that? It's called Girl Stop and Speak. Can you see it? Girl, stop and speak affirmations for the life you want to live. Okay? Because this may be, this is a tool. It's a tool to help you. All right? If you're struggling with your physical appearance, with trying to overcome um, your faith, wisdom, uniqueness, I think this is a great time to talk about this. Relationship with others. I struggle sometimes with relationships with others because I am an introvert. I'm like, Lord, you love people. I kind of want to be by myself <laughs> but I know that you need me before people so help me God because I, I, I don't feel like I always get it right I don't feel like I always say it right I don't feel like I'm sociable enough to really go out there and win fish like you told me so I have to pray and speak positive words over my relationship with people so relationship with others family friends heartbreak purity relationships in general and trusting God it's in here guys it's in here so Get the book. I'll drop the link in the comments. So what I want to go talking about when it relates to the heart is our heart is sometimes nasty. All right. Our heart is sometimes nasty, which is why, again, we have to stay in a repentant place, especially for those thoughts that nobody knows that you're thinking. Nobody knows that you're experiencing that. Nobody knows that you're feeling that. Nobody knows what's going on on the inside of you, but you and God, because the Bible says that the Lord knows all of our thoughts. Okay. Hebrews 4 and 12 talks about the difference of the soul and the spirit. And, and a quick way to say this is the soul and the spirit can are married, but they can only be divided by the word. Because this particular verse says dividing, the, the word is sharp, like a two-edged sword, dividing asunder between soul and spirit. So only the word can divide and make a distinction between your soul and your spirit. Let me help you in some ways. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. So what exactly is saved? Let me help you with your theology. What is saved? Is it our body? Is it our soul? Is it our spirit? Our spirit is going to heaven. Our soul goes back with this flesh 
into the ground until we get renewed and redeemed with Christ. And then we have a new body. We get a new glorified body in heaven. So and so what happens is when the Bible says the dead in Christ will show rise first, that means our glorified self, especially if you're already in heaven, will meet our spirit self for a unified, glorious coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know if that's ever been explained to you, but I had to go dig in to understand it because I'm like, dang, why don't we talk about that in church? It's okay. I am the church and I'm going to talk about it. All right. So again, only the word can divide between soul and spirit. And it's dividing in this context. It's divided in the context of distinction. So the soul is the breath of life. It's immaterial. It's the spirit. Our souls are not immortal but our spirits are immortal or immortal what does that mean that means that the spirit that's on the inside of us is going to live forever this body will not our soul is a part of the identity with the body so it will not when we stop breathing the soul the breath of life ceases then that is why somebody can die be laying in a casket and you looking at their body but they are not there who is they the personality that was in them, the will that was in them, the desire that was in them, the seed of purpose that was on the inside of them. It's not there. It died when the breath of life ceased because what preceded the breath of life was the soul. God made a living soul and then he breathed into them the breath of life. That is what gave that soul purpose on earth. When that breath of life ceased, then that soul ceases to exist as well. That is why I am teaching heavy tonight. That is why it is problematic for you to believe that people are visiting you in dreams. They no longer exist. Their spirit has gone to its final resting place, no matter if that's heaven or hell. They are not in this dimension, so they can't travel back into this dimension. This is separating a lot of the beliefs that are going on, okay? So this new age belief that you can have dreams and your deceased loved ones can visit you in dreams, that is a lie from the enemy. That is a demonic entity. The entity the bible says that those are what's called familiar spirits they're posing in the image and the likeness of someone you know and love so you should not be following the advice of somebody that passed on that transition and it's come back to you in a dream that is a demonic force of the enemy that is looking to deceive you because it's going to give you a task that, you know, seemingly is harmless. It'll tell you or try to show you something to come. We forget that we have a kingdom of darkness and they have power too. They have robbed and stole other people's gifts. That is why heavy teaching, witches can seem correct. That is why psychics can seem like they're getting it right. That is why your Gemini sign or your Zodiac sign always seems correct. But it's not. It is a stolen force of the enemy to rob you of your kingdom right by inserting their kingdom agenda to steal, kill, and destroy on the back end. I know you probably thought when we talked about heart, soul, and mind that all we were going to talk about is emotions. But there's so much more. There's so much more. Okay? So share this with somebody. I know that, you know, our group is private. I do that so that you guys can have a safe space. So share this with somebody. That means share the group with them and tell them to go listen to this. And I also believe that's probably why I was having connection issues because the enemy doesn't want you guys to know this. He doesn't want your eyes of understanding to be enlightened to what he's doing. And there are too many people who have lost loved ones on the cusp of COVID and other diseases and illnesses for you not to believe or you not to know that this is how the enemy is using this to manipulate your mind, to vex your soul and to get you off from hearing the voice of Holy Spirit. This is why we have to be discerning. I'm off. Let me come back. 
the body this is a master point somebody put this in the comments the body and the spirit can be separated but the soul and the spirit can only be distinguished i'm gonna say it again the body and the spirit can be separated that is why people have out-of-body experiences that is why somebody's in a coma can be up in heaven you know chilling having a good time you know and then re-enter their body the body and the spirit can be separated the soul and the spirit only can be distinguished and i gave you how they can be distinguished okay soul the breath of life spirit the immortal all right okay so i want to deal with um the brokenness because it's not a lady I've ever encountered in my life that have, is not, it has not at some point experienced brokenness. I shared a little bit of my testimony earlier about the Lord, what the Lord brought me through and what sought to, I think that's the correct way to say it, what sought to, bro, what sought to break me, okay? What was seeking to destroy me. That's only a part of my testimony, y'all. I have to do a whole nother live to go into all the things that I have been through, I have weathered through, I have overcome. But we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Shannon said she has been broken lately and she is trying so hard. First of all, congratulations, Shannon. You are doing what so many people are not doing and that is trying. And let me tell you, I did a, a, a um, it's like a reel on Instagram that talks about trying the art of trying, that there's a spiritual principle in the art of trying, that when we try, we allow the Holy Spirit to get into our mess and to get into our messed up stuff. And it allows us the opportunity to witness his power as he puts his super on our natural. All you got to do is show up. All you got to do is put the first foot forward. All you got to do is mentally decide. See, a lot of people don't understand the power of decision making. That's why I started this video with saying you have to make a decision to commit. If you can't make a decision to commit, nothing else is going to matter you can show up in action you can show up in deed you can show up in any other way but if you are not making a decision to commit nothing else matters you got to make up your mind make up your mind the bible says it um the bible says it clearly that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways so you have to make up your mind. If if as a man thinks, so is he. If you think it's a day, you find you're going to walk like it. If you think it's a day, you ugly, you're going to walk like it. Now you're confused. You're vacillating between two opinions. The Bible says as a man thinks in his heart, so is he in his heart, in the root of who you are. So are you going to manifest. You're going to carry out. So if you're thinking in your heart, I'm depressed, I'm lonely, I'm sad, I'm angry. That is what you're going to see in your life. So, Shanna, I would challenge you to deal with your brokenness. I'm challenging every woman on here. She was just brave enough to say that she was broken, and she's brave enough to say that she's trying. So we are decreeing and declaring the power of God to just consume you now in the name of Jesus to allow you to experience his breakthrough. The Bible says that he gives us joy, the oil of joy for our mourning and beauty for our ashes. So I am decreeing and declaring right now that you are experiencing the oil of joy for your mourning, for where you've cried. The Bible says that he sees our tears and he's bottled them so every tear you cried out of frustration of anger and hurt and brokenness the lord has bottled he had an angel there counting your tears because he has recompense for your tears what does that mean shannon it means that he is going to give you double he's going to give you greater he's going to give you more than what you could ask think or imagine for every tear that you cry because there's no daughter of god that's going to cry tears and veins no ma'am that oh my god the mm, y'all <laughs> 
Enemy, you are a liar. You don't get to win in this fight. You don't get to win in this war or even in this battle because she's an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the word of her testimony. And I am telling you now, any woman listening to this, any wise woman listening to this, I know it hurts. I know it stings. I know those tears running down your face frustrate you more than anything. And you just want to stop. You want to quit. You want to give up. You want to throw the towel in. But I am encouraging you tonight, night, tonight, tonight, that Southern coming out tonight, not to do it. Don't give up. Because there is a breakthrough on the other side of this. See, when we get down to these points, there's only two ways that this can go. It can only go for your glory or it can only go south. Into a greater deprivation away from what you want. It can only go two ways. So which way do you want it to go? Once you give and you sow and you pour and you all of that, it can only be for your good. Why? Romans 8, 28, well, how we started the week. God works out all things for good to them that love God and call according to his purpose. Okay? So it can only work out for you. That's the only way it can go. Do not give up. You want to know why? When you give up, the enemy has legal presence in the realm of the spirit to say, see, she didn't, she didn't believe you at your word, Lord. You, you can't deliver on that promise. She didn't believe you at your word. She quit. She gave up. And you told Paul to write in your scripture because the enemy quotes scripture back to God. That's why we have to quote scripture and stand on it. The enemy will quote the scripture where Paul said, I press on. I press on to win the call, the high, toward the high calling for which you call me onward in Christ Jesus. There is a greater glory. The Bible says eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man what the Lord wants to do for you. Do you think the Lord is pleased with you sitting there broken? Do you think the Lord is, is rejoicing in heaven because you're crying and you're hurting? The devil is alive. Your deliverance just hasn't come yet. And it may come through this teaching because you can say, I'm renewing my mind. I got to be revived and refreshing my soul. That I can press on because the Lord can renew me in my strength. That may be what you need. I'm pausing because I want you guys to have the space to share with me any thoughts that you have about what I'm saying, about what I'm feeling. I'm sorry, about what you're feeling, about what I'm saying. So I'm um, going to refresh this page to make sure that I'm seeing your comments. But I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. There is glory after this. I know it doesn't look like it. I know it doesn't feel like it. <clears throat> And let me be very transparent with you. Just because I'm teaching doesn't mean I'm not crying. Mm. But I'm pressing on, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm determined and I trust God too much to give up right now. I trust God too much and I know that his greater glory is going to be so good. It's going to taste so sweet. I'm going to forget I ever cried. And how do I know that? How can I say that with such confidence? Because I've been through too much with God. I've overcome way too much with him. I, I have fasted. I have prayed. I have trusted. There's no way God's going to let me down. There's no way those thoughts in my head are going to win. Guess what? Because all those thoughts aren't my thoughts. A lot of those thoughts are the enemy throwing thoughts to get me off my focus. What do we talk about? Being renewed, not being conformed to the ways of this world. What are the ways of this world? Posting about it on Facebook. Wanting somebody to sympathize with you. Wanting to give up. That's the way of the world. That's the easy way out. That's the easy way out. I told my husband the other day, I said, giving up is the easy way out. It takes strength to stand. It takes strength to fight when you're tired. It, strikes, it takes strength to show up in redeeming love toward other people when they've been nasty. 
They've been gossipy. They've been ugly. They've been vile. They've been malicious. They've intently tried to hurt you when they've given up on you. Y'all, that takes strength. That takes strength. That's why I applauded you, Shannon, for trying. Because you think, and the enemy is making you believe that your trying is not worth it. The enemy is making you believe that your trying and your effort is null and void, And that's why you should give up. But on the other side, on the other side is glory. Now, listen, I, I need to say this in context as well, okay? I'm not saying that you should stay in abusive or harmful relationships. I'm not saying that you should allow Facebook, social media, Instagram, TikTok to diagnose what's going on in the inside of you. Absolutely not. Because there are a lot of trends going on with issues that are allowed. And, and I'm going to say it in the realm of the spirit. There are a lot of issues going on with people that are recognizing spirits. There's a lot of people talking about, oh, he's a narcissistic man. Okay, well, that's a psychological disorder that a psychiatrist has to diagnose. So are we misusing and abusing social media? Are we allowing social media to put us in our feelings, to put us in a negative state because we thought that we learned something and now we can't help but look at that man or look at our family or look at our situation sideways because of what we saw? No, what I'm saying is we have to use discernment and pray about it. Lord, hey, I learned this thing today by this meme. Is this your will? Is this what's going on in my life? If so, God, show me your scripture because at the end of the day, the word, remember we have to wash our soul with the word. We have to renew our mind with the word we have to decree and declare the word that's why this bible study is so important because it's the word that is you're going to see transformation it's the word that's going to allow you to grow it's the word that's going to allow you to go from crying baby let me tell you to wiping your tears to standing up and looking that situation in the face and saying the peace of god be with you the peace of god surrounds you the glory of the Lord is here. The glory of God is my strength. I am strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but I trust in the name of the Lord, my God. He will deliver me. He will vindicate me. He will fight for me. I can be still and know that the Lord is on my side. And you, the more you say it, the more you can say it with confidence, the more you can say it with clarity and the more you walk in it and the more you will continue to walk over that situation. So if you want me to talk to you specifically about your situation, first, I would love to. Dang, I can't see your comments. Is that the comments? Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm feeling all the feels right now. <laughs> all the feels. Let's feel all the feels, okay? Because there's deliverance and freedom for you, Shannon. There is hope for you. I know, God, I'm telling y'all, y'all, I'm telling y'all, and I'm being transparent because I don't want y'all to think that because I'm teaching that I am a teacher removed from what I'm learning. No, I'm learning with you. I'm growing with you. I would consider myself like a big sister. Like I'm a, I might be a few years older in the spirit, but I'm still learning. Tears don't stop with me because I know something. If anything, the enemy comes at me harder because he wants to challenge what I know. That's exactly what happened to Job. The Lord said, well, the enemy told the Lord, said, hey, you got him hedged in. Who is he going to say? What is he going to say when it's trial time, when it's test time? And a lot of scholars in the faith don't like that word. But the truth of the matter is, it's biblical. It is biblical. Life will try you. Life will hurt 
It's not going to feel good. I know you probably sign up to this Christian thing because there is hope and it feels good. And there's people who have all these promises and it sounds good. But there is trial. Last, yesterday, John 16, 33, the Bible says, in this world, you will have tribulation. What does that mean? In this world, you will have trials. In this world, it will hurt. So stop, stop telling yourself this lie that first, it won't hurt. Or second, that because it's hurting, you're not doing something right. No. The Bible says, but be of good cheer. Smile. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on. Because he has overcome the world. And because he's overcome the world, you have already overcome that situation that's challenging you right now. Yeah. You may not see it, but you've already overcome that situation. Let me speak into your life right now. Let me speak into my life. Hey, your marriage is going to flourish. It's going to it's going to be full of fire and love and passion. Your conflicts are resolved quickly. Your family is going to come together. They're going to find Christ. They're going to know the joy of the Lord through you because you are going to love them in a redemptive way. The same way Christ showed up for you and loved you still. When God loved you when you were nasty and vulnerable and hurting and, and hateful and mean and nasty and gossiping, God loved you still. And that is what won you. It wasn't nagging. It wasn't being told about your sins. It wasn't being beat over the back like you could never get it right. It was love, y'all. It was the love. The redemptive love of Christ. Okay, I feel like I'm going long. I feel like I'm going long. I know it's Friday. I don't want to take up all your weekend, but I feel like I'm going long. But I just care so much. I just care so much. Some of you guys need to come back and listen to this again. Matter of fact, some of you guys need to make it your fast coming into the week that you just allow this these words to permeate in your soul. That at some point in your day, you play this live. I'm leaving it in the group. You play this live and you allow these words to renew your mind and to hit those areas of your soul. If you find yourself either right now or when you come back to this crying, that is healing taking place. That is refreshing for the soul. Tears are representations of cleansing going on in the soul. Let me say that again. Somebody put that in the comments. Tears are representations of cleansing going on in the soul. Why? Because when we cry, we are releasing emotion that's been pent up. Whether that's happy, whether that's sad, whether that's anger, whether that's frustration. There is a cleansing going on as we release those tears. So if you're one of those people that feel like you who have been so broken that you don't want to cry, pray that the Lord give you a holy cry. And I'm telling you now, it's going to be a nasty cry. It's going to be full of snot. <laughs> because you probably have some tears that you need to cry. Your soul needs you to release that pressure. You've been holding on to it too long. And I free you in the name of Jesus. I free you in the name of Jesus. I free you in the name of Jesus. Go be redeemed and release those tears. Release it now in the name of Jesus. If you're crying now, don't stop yourself. Don't feel like you have to explain yourself to somebody who may walk in the room. Maybe a child, but let those tears go. Because you're holding on to something and your soul is trying to release it. Your soul is trying to cleanse itself. God gave us tears for a reason. He gave us tear ducts for a reason. He knew you would cry tears. It's okay. It's okay. You're safe in Christ. You are safe in Christ. I've not made it through rape, abandonment, rejection, being lied to, being left. I've not made it through all of those things to not know a God who cares about your tears.
I know God cares about your tears. I know God sees you crying. I know God wants to hug you tight. I believe God to hug me. Can y'all believe that? I sat on the edge of my bed and I said, Lord, hug me. You don't need a man. You don't need a man. He's flawed. He's broken. He going to get it wrong anyway. Allow Holy Spirit to hug you. Say, Lord, hug me. Lord, hold me. You're going to feel a warm embrace. If you say it with full belief like I did, you're going to feel a warm embrace. Y'all, this walk with him is real. And he loves you so crazily. She said, I'm with you, mama. I have four at home. I work full time and I'm in school full time. This week has broke me. Hugs, mama. You can do it. Shannon. She said, she said, I'm with you. I'm a mom. I have four at home. I don't have four at home. I have two at home that feel like four. <laughs> I don't work full time. I work part time. I'm an instructor. But I am in school finishing my doctorate. So I resonate with you. It's Friday, y'all. I felt the heaviness. That's why I said it's Friday. I know if the if the enemy is causing crazy in my life, like he's been trying to do. Notice I said he's been trying to do because our words have power. I know that he's coming for y'all that have been showing up in this Bible study. And I know that even the connection issues have to do with him not wanting this word to go forth. But the devil is a liar. And God be exalted. Okay? Do you guys have any questions for me? I'm checking the comments right now. Um... Let me see. Hugs to every single one of you ladies out there who are brave enough um, to share that. Jazz, I just believe that the Lord is going to deliver you to a place that allows you to be the present parent that you want to be. He knows that that's a desire of your heart. He knows that. So while you're getting it together, so to speak, right now, while you're doing what you have to do until you're doing what you can do, Trust in the Lord. Trust him with all your heart. Trust that he is going to, in the midst of the situation, either give you the strength to stay up with her, give you the time to get up with her, or deliver you to a position that allows you the flexibility to spend time with you. Because, see, listen, God has got a family, and he knows your situation. He knows the dividends and the factors of your situation better than any of us can. And he knows how it's impacting you. He knows that you want better for you and for your daughter, but that you are the sole provider. But allow him, mm, Holy Spirit, allow him to be the sole provider. Because he will provide for you in ways that you could never apply for. That you could never interview for. Allow him to be the man in the household. Psalm says, though my mother and father forsake me, that the Lord will take me up. So where there's a gap in the home, the Lord will take up that role. And he will fill it. I am just so happy for every single one of you ladies that are listening to this. Because I know that transformation is on the other side of this Bible study. Go reread those scriptures, meditate on them in your heart and allow the Lord to minister to you. Cry those tears. I feel like I'm going long and I said that once. My hair is bothering me. <laughs> Just take it out. Go listen to those scriptures. Yeah, my hair has been doing everything through this out this. I'm sorry, y'all. I, I was working out. Got my shirt on. Hashtag go Jags. I know you were watching Team Replay Knit. Is there anything that you ladies need from me? Go ahead and put your prayer requests in the comments. 
um, any questions you may have about the Bible study. I know that I really didn't go into the scriptures today, but I was really led of Holy Spirit and I was really leaning on him to really show up for me. And he did that. So amen. Team Replay, let me know if you have any questions about what I've done and what I've said about the scriptures I've laid out. If you need any clarification, put your prayer requests in the comments, guys. I have been seeing those. So go ahead and put those in the comments. I'm kind of stalling. That way I don't um, miss any questions for Team Live right now. As a matter of fact, let me just exit out and um, refresh the screen so that I can um, catch those comments. Y'all, isn't God awesome? Do you not feel his presence? Do you not feel that he is working on the inside of you? Do you not know that he wants to free you? Do you not know that he has what you need? I'm telling y'all, he has what you need. There's a song you say, I got what you need. He has what you need, y'all. Let me see here. Okay, I don't see any other comments for Team Live. All right. He has what you need. Amen. So again, y'all need to come back and listen to this again. And you might need to tag a friend if you if you and her have been struggling with finding the answers about what's going on in your soul. Again, your personality, your emotions, your will is the seat of purpose, it's the seat of desire. So your appetite, what you long for naturally and spiritually. It's the seed of it, your soul. You have to be healthy. You have to be healthy in those spaces, okay? If you've been struggling with addiction, you know, like smoking, uh, pornography, um, food, emotionally eating, that's a problem in your soul. There's not something going on with your body because your body is the last to follow. Look, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to go for real. But y'all are just really pulling this revelation out of me tonight. The way that this works you are spirit, soul, and body. Okay? The way this works in the kingdom, the divine order. Remember yesterday we talked about balancing life. The divine order, and somebody put this in the comments, is that your spirit is supposed to rule and reign. Okay? Your soul is the conduit for bringing it to earth. And your body is the slave. Your spirit is the ruler, is king. Is the leader or queen in this matter. Your soul is the servant. It's the conduit for bringing it to this earth. And your body is the slave. Your body is the slave because your body is what gets up to go and do the thing. So that is how we translate blessings and, and principles from heaven to earth. Because your spirit is ruler. You get the instructions. You get the... You get the um, the divine interpretation, the divine revelation, okay? And your soul is the conduit. Your soul brings that into fruition. Your soul, it comes, it processes through your, your personality. So God can give me a word. God can give you a word. And they process in our bodies carrying it out totally different. Why? Because we're different people. So my personality, my will, my desire, my experiences, everything I'm composed of in my immaterial self is uniquely designed. Remember, your unique self is housed in your soul. So the way I would carry it out in the world is totally different. And my body gets up to do the work. My body is slave. The problem is that a lot of people are run by their bodies. Their flesh is running the show. Their flesh tells them, go get that cigarette. Go hit that blunt. Go have sex with him. 
Your flesh is running the show. Going back to my book, that's why we have to have a fasted lifestyle. Because you could be all out of whack. All out of whack. You are now a spirit being. You are now a part of the kingdom. Your spirit is ruler. It reigns. It gets the divine, the, it gets the divine interpretation. It gets the word. It gets the word from the Lord. Your soul processes that. Your soul is a conduit for telling your body how to do it in the earth. Your body is the slave. If your body is running the show, your body is not going to get up and go to church when you're sleeping. If your body is running the show, you're going to be snoozing when you're reading your word. If your body is running the show, you're going to be fasting in a time when you should be you're going to be eating in a time when you should be abstaining. You're going to be consuming social media in a time when you should be um, off of it and in the Lord's face. Instead of praying, you're going to be sleeping. Look at the disciples. If your body is running the show, if that sounds like you, it's time to go on a fast. You don't have to wait for your pastor. You don't have to wait on anybody else to do it with you. It is time to put your flesh in subjection to your spirit. And that impacts our soul, guys. Girls, listen. I am preaching tonight, but I'm going to get off because I don't want this to be long. And I know I told you guys 30 minutes. I don't even really know what time I started because of the connection issue. So forgive me for going long tonight. But if you don't have time to listen to this all at once, go ahead and um, listen to this at another time. But you need to get this word. You need this. She said, oh, my gosh, my body is ruling me bad. That's the truth. A lot of us are being ruled by our bodies. We're being ruled by our flesh. Cuss them out. And you do it. <laughs> Got no control of your mouth. Speaking negatively. Speaking all these falsifications about who you actually are. I'm not shaking my head in, in a condemning way. I'm shaking my head and saying it's time to rule from your spirit. It's time to reign from your spirit. Because then again, if your body is running you, then where do your soul and your spirit fall in the chain of command and telling you what to do? I'm asking that question, but it's up to you to answer. Nefertari says, what is the fastest way to subject your body under your spirit? Because my flesh is ruling me. It has been for a while. I don't understand fasting, though, like how and what exactly to do. The long answer is get my book. My book, The Power of the Secret Place, How to Cultivate an Intimate Prayer Life, Chapter 5, lays out fasting start to finish. Okay. The fastest way to get to that goal is fasting because fasting directly kills your flesh. That's the whole purpose of spiritual fasting. Not going to go on a long tangent here, but other religions do a form of fasting. And I have a couple podcasts that talked about how to fast effectively. So if you, you say, well, you know, I can't really afford the book. I have a free resource that, again, goes into the details of fasting. Shannon, I'll, when we get off, I'll send that to you if you want to start there. But again, the book gives you more. Fasting, three things. Fasting from, fasting to, fasting for. Fasting from, what are you taking away from your flesh? What does your flesh love? Love binging Netflix? Love binging bags of chips? Love um, binging on social media? What does your flesh love? My, ch my children too quiet. What does your flesh love? Take it away. Right now I'm doing a fast where um, I'm off social media from 6 a.m. to noon. Unless it's responding to you guys and then like the extra scrolling and then I'm not eating meat this week. Last month in January, I didn't eat anything from 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. Nothing. Water only for 31 days straight. 
whew, that was an intense fast, but I have a lifestyle of fasting, okay? Three days after that, I did nothing, water only, because I'm hungry for God. I want my appetite to be for God. So that's what you're fasting from. And then you have to say, what am I fasting to? What does that mean? That means that I'm going to take something away and in place of it, I'm going to put more God, more time in prayer, more time in reading the word, more time in confessing the word, more time in decreeing the word, more time in serving. My apostle said that when we're fasting from food, the money that we would have spent on food, we need to sow that into a homeless person. You always need to sow in your time of fasting. That's not something that's included in the book because that's something I just learned. So fasting from Take something away. Fasting to put something in place. What am I fasting to? Right now, technically, if you guys have been showing up every every day, reading the scriptures and meditating on them, that is a form of fasting too. Okay. Then fasting for what reason? Fasting from, fasting to, and then fasting for what reason? Why are you doing it? What's the goal? Is the goal to memorize more scripture? Is the goal to know God more closely? Is the goal to increase your prayer life? Is the goal to subdue your flesh? If the goal is to subdue your flesh, then it needs to be heavy on what you're fasting to. Three days, no social media. Three days, no Netflix. Three days, no YouTube. Three days, no TikTok. And I'm saying three days because I want you to start somewhere. And I don't want you to say, oh, I'm going to do a 40-day fast like Jesus. You're not Jesus. Neither am I. But you have to build up to that. You have to have a what's called a fasting stamina because the scripture says that the spirit is willing. Woo, woo, woo. But the flesh is weak. The flesh is very weak. And you'll find yourself eating donuts when you said, I'm not going to have any sweets. You don't even have a desire for donuts. Don't even like donuts. And all of a sudden, you want donuts. If you want me guys to if you want me to do a live specifically on fasting, I will open up the book and we will go step by step because I want you guys to be ruling and reigning from your spirit, okay? But again, I have the podcast, which is a free resource, and I also have the book, which will really go into it. And I believe if you don't read any other chapter but chapter five in that book, then you will know how to fast after you finish that and you will be able to start fasting. If you need any help or have any questions about fasting, you guys know that I'm here for you. Any other questions so we can because uh, we we have went deep tonight deep tonight I'm proud of y'all I mean the word has really shaped your appetites and I'm happy for you guys okay I'm checking the group message some ladies have to respond there because they can't comment on the live which is totally fine let me see Okay, uh, Shannon, I'll put the I'll put both links to both books. You know what? Two for one, just for y'all. I'll open up the deal where I sell both books together. Um, I think it's a, like a buy one, get one half off. So we'll do that. We'll do that for you ladies. You can buy both of them tonight. I'll open it. Right after we get off live, I'm going to go right over on, uh, on my website and open that up, that offer up just for y'all. Because I love y'all and I want to see y'all win. And I really mean that. All right? Um, wow. I'm in awe of God because he knows what you need. He knows what you need. He knows what I went through today. He knows what I studied. He knows what I prepared. And he also knows that it's time for me to feed my kids because it's past dinner time. <laughs> so let me go feed these children. If y'all want me to do another live, if y'all want us to do a part two about this, if you have any requests or suggestions, if you want to do one to one or group, Jazz said I need to get the affirmation book. Get it, girl. Get it. Um, 
let me know. That's what I was saying. Let me know. Okay. I love y'all. Let me pray out any, any questions, any prayer requests, put them in the comments and I'll do the peaky thing if I can see, but I'm gonna go ahead and pray. Cause I've been on a while and I don't want to take y'all time like that. Lord, thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for every breakthrough that's happening right now in the hearts and the minds of every wise woman listening. Thank you for transforming us more into your image and likeness. Thank you for creating an insatiable hunger for you, an insatiable hunger for your word. Thank you for the our eyes in, of enlightenment and our ears being open to hear you, to see you, and to know you in different ways. Thank you for new information. Thank you for new spiritual downloads. Thank you for allowing us to employ the principles. Thank you for allowing us to do this together. Thank you for this space of unity. Thank you for everybody, Team Live and Team Replay, and every prayer request. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us to hear you and know you and worship you. Thank you for redeeming us in our spirit and delivering us. God, thank you for rinsing our souls with your word and renewing and restoring us and reviving us from where we feel dead and lost and hopeless and like quitting. We pray against the spirit of quit now in the name of Jesus. We pray against every spiritual force of evil and vile and wickedness and unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment and anger and malice that look to steal and kill and destroy. We come against the diabolical plan of the enemy now. And we say, you can't have us. You can't have our will. You can't have our purpose. You can't have our appetite. You can't have our soul. You can't have our mind. You can't have our heart. Enemy, we decree and declare. We, we speak now. You can't have us. We are daughters of the most high God. And we are spirit beings. We rule from our spirit. From this point forward, Father, I pray that you anoint every facet, every woman on this live attempts. That she is blessed, that she hears you, she feels your presence in an overwhelming, all-consuming way. That she sees her atmosphere begin to shift because she has enacted the spiritual technology of fasting. God, I thank you for opening up her spirit to you. I thank you for cleansing. I thank you for going down to those roots. I see roots that are broken. I think that are that have brokenness. I pray and curse every root now in the name of Jesus that is breeding undeliveredness if that's even a word <laughs> this delivering um that is that is that is allowing a seed of brokenness to root fruit of brokenness and hurt and pain and and anguish and agony in the souls of your daughter father i pray against every tormenting spirit now and i pray that her her sleep is sweet and that you are with her at every single step of the way that your rod and your comfort are are, are your rod and your staff are comfort to her God, I thank you even now that you are pouring out a blessing that she doesn't have room enough to receive. That even in this moment, as she checks out of this live, Father, that she hears from you and that she receives in her heart a divine revelation, a divine insight that she can know that your presence was here and that this live was for her. God, I pray over every woman that receives a book that she can be uh, led of you by in her spirit. That all of our flesh are dying now as we're putting them under subjection and we're walking according to your word. That we take you in our lives seriously, God. We repent even now and we put you first, God. Forgive us for our ignorance. Forgive us for trying and failing. Forgive us for our mistakes and our accidents. We repent, God. Help us to be more like you in every single way. We love you. We honor you. We trust you. We praise you. We thank you for renewing us in our heart, in our mind, and in our soul. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 amen. All right, sisters. I'm going to go feed these children because I know they're hungry. They not fasting. <laughs> they ready to eat. <laughs> I'm checking for any last minute comments. But I will go ahead and include the link in the book. I'm sorry, for the books in the chat on here. And then I'll include it in the link just in case you don't come in the group. Just in case you don't come back to this particular live. But I'm telling you now, some of you ladies need to hear this again and again and again. It's working for your good. It's coming together for your good. God sees your effort. He's going to put his super on your natural. It's going to work out. Trust in the name of the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. You are not lost. You are not confused. You are in the midst of the will of the, of the purposes and plans of God because his plans are good for you. It was divinely destined that you listen to this live. He had me show up for you. I did my part. Now be it unto you. Go do something with this word. Okay? I'm here if y'all need me. Okay? I love y'all. Until next time, peace, love, and hair grease. Thank you for tuning into Wise Women Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and a review. Hit the show notes to share with a friend and go over what we discussed today. As always, proceeds from this podcast go directly to support the mission of Penn's Prison. Don't miss out as there's two ways to be a part, writing and contributing. Now go forth and employ the wisdom that you gained today. Have an awesome week.